Welcome to the Go Big and Go Home show. My name's Dustin Hill, and I'm here to help you discover and stick to your dreams while deepening the connections with those you love. Hey, 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 welcome to the Go Big and Go Home show. Again, I'm super excited to be with you. This is Dustin Hill, and I, you know, if you're watching on YouTube today, you'll notice that I've got an empty tie rack behind me with just one tie on it. Um, I've got, you know, shelves around me, and then if you could see, there's actually a bunch of boxes on the side um, that aren't open yet. And so, you know, we are actually in the process of moving, um, but I really wanted to make sure that I could get this episode out to you this week. Don't want to miss a week, um, but I also really, you know, there's a reason for doing it on Saturday. Um, and so what I wanted to, you know, do today is to actually air an interview that I had on the Summer Survival Summit. So a lot of you know that I put on this summit and it was for the summer to really help, you know, parents and families to be able to really thrive throughout the summer. 2020 has been pretty crazy. Um, so I put on the summit because I was like, hey, I really wanna give back to parents. I really wanna help people have the tools. And so it's a lot of fun. Um, and one of our speakers was Judy Thurston and it was so fun to have her on. We actually go a little bit further back behind the summit because um, we were in this course together about public speaking and digital stages and that type of stuff. And so it was really fun to be able to get to know her. Um, and she has a really powerful message. And so I'm really excited for you to, to, to listen to that. But before you know, I, I actually roll the interview, I just want you to, while you're listening, I want you to go check out her website. So the reason that I'm actually launching this today is because today is when she's actually releasing her book. So it's called Beautiful Tragedy, and it's all about, you know, her experience with her son that actually overdosed on drugs. And he's a famous rapper, and so we'll, you know, read more about that in the book, but it's, you know, it really just goes to show the importance of, you know, and how do you get through a very tragic event like that? And maybe you're not struggling with that right now, but you may in the future. And so Judy's really, I, I just love, you know, there's two things. One, I just love that she is really sharing her story. You know, I mean, that's a very personal thing to be able to share with the world. And yet it can bless the lives of so many people. So I'm so very grateful for her and sharing that story with the world, um, even though it is so difficult. Um, but the other thing that I love, and you'll hear about this in the interview, is that, um, <clears throat> you know, Judy and I were talking about the importance of family and that, you know, I asked her, well, how do you go big and go home? Like, you know, go big in life, go big at home as well. And so what she mentioned is that, you know, you're your spouse um, really needs to be your number one client. And if, if not, it doesn't matter how many zeros you have in your bank account, you know, and it's so true. And that's something I'll, I'll do another episode on this. Um, but really like if you, you know, let's say you want to leave your nine to five, right? You have a nine to five and you just, you have this dream of being able to be a lot more flexible and be with your family more often, not have to ask for time off and things like that. Um, but like if you think that, oh, well, I just I need to build this business and then I can take care of my family and then I'll spend time with them. Right. Like it's just it's not going to work because by the time you get to that point, you're going to be, you know, busy with your entrepreneurship. And, and now it's like, oh, but yeah, yeah, like once I, you know, make this much money, then I'll do, you know, it's like it has to be something that you practice 
now as well. And so that's something that we touched on as well. And so, you know, once again, I'm going to roll this interview, but while you're listening, um, I want you to go check out her website. So judythurison.com and go check out her book. Um, again, this is launching today. And so, so it's super exciting. Um, and so definitely go check that out. And without further ado, here's the interview. So make sure that you go big and go home. All right, so I'm really excited for our next guest. So she is a certified grief recovery specialist and is determined to equip and educate those you know, suffering from grief and loss. She also has a desire to help people live their most authentic life. So please join me in welcoming Judy, Judy Thurston. So hi, thanks so much hi. for having coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So how about you give our audience just a quick you know, introduction to yourself? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I'm a grief counselor, grief uh, recovery specialist. I've been a uh, health and wellness um, life coach, life coaching for the last 15 years. I've been working with helping, you know, mostly women just balance, you know, mind, body, spirit. Like, how do you heal holistically and live a wholehearted, authentic life? And um, I do that through like retreats and workshops and online coaching and um, especially right now with the pandemic, a lot of online coaching because <laughs> we had to cancel, you know, a lot of our live events. But um, yeah, it's something I'm really passionate about. Uh, last summer, I ended up losing my son to an overdose. And uh, that actually made me a lot more passionate about really equipping parents because there's so many families that are dealing with this in silence because there's so mm -hmm. much shame and stigma attached to you know, addiction and mental illness and substance abuse. And sadly, especially in the faith community where you would think that it would be a safe place. Um, I'm very open, you know, I preach authenticity, so I live it as well. And I'm very open online and I share like my whole journey. And I cannot tell you how many, you know, pastors, leaders, community leaders were inboxing me, just telling me, yeah, we're struggling with the same thing and we don't know what to do, but they can't ever be open about it because they have this, you know, um, front maybe <laughs> that they have, mm -hmm. you know, this image that they have to portray. And so that made me even more passionate that I'm willing to go on the front lines and, you know, take the hits if I have to, in order to open up those doors for people to be able to have that safe place. I think that's so important for healing is just that openness and that honesty. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I love that. And I love that you are being authentic and I know that, it does, it, it can be challenging in today's world with, you know, Instagram and everything we feel like we have to put on this front, especially as like a leader. Um, but it's also, it's, what's interesting is that people, you know, when they, when you're yourself, then they really connect with you and they are having those same feelings and those same thoughts. And so it's like, the more that you can be authentic, the more that you really actually connect with people. And so I really appreciate you sharing that story, even though it is, you know, vulnerable and it's also, you know, difficult to share at times. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. So one of the, the questions I want to ask is, you know, a lot of parents are concerned about this upcoming summer, you know, the first pandemic summer we've ever lived through um, a lot of us. And so, you know, what are some of the things that you would recommend that they could do for themselves and also for their kids? Number one, <laughs> super important and super hard to do is to really have a schedule and to Got really it. practice self-care. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the principle that I talk about in the book, I actually wrote a book about my journey with Jacob and I write about the different um, principles that I, that I lived through and the tools that I use to get through this really, you know, tragic season of my life. Mm 
Yeah. And um, the last thing you want to do when you're in the middle of, of tragedy and, and anxiety and uncertainty and even a pandemic is self-care. Like who's thinking about self-care right now? Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Nobody. But you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so especially a lot of families now, all of a sudden they're homeschooling five kids and they're like, you know, working full time and married. And how do you know, how do you do this all of a sudden? And so self-care is number one. You got to pour into yourself first in order to have that strength to, you know, pour out to, to those you love around you. And how you do that is keeping a schedule, getting up early, you mm -hmm. know, getting your time first, exercising, um, you know, drinking lots of water, um, meditating, you know, it's all the stuff that we've heard about, like, oh yeah, that sounds great in theory and it's really hard to do, but just making it a habit and just baby steps, you know, maybe just adding one habit like a week. Okay. This week I'm really focused on getting up early, you know, or the same time every day. Okay. The next week I'm going to be focused on walking for, you know, three blocks the next week drinking more, you know what I mean? So yeah. just kind of stacking those habits. Right. And, right. um, I think that for parents, that's number one. And actually it's twofold because when you're doing that, you're being an example to your kids right. and they're seeing you have that schedule and that discipline. Um, I call it self-integrity. That's okay. been my buzzword during the yeah. pandemic because I also teach fitness. And so I teach fitness, you know, from a, I used to do it in a studio. Now I'm doing it online on a Zoom call. And so I tell my clients all the time, it's, it's all about self-integrity, even if nobody's watching you know, so yeah. give it your hundred <laughs> percent, live to your full potential, no matter what. Um, Cause on the flip side, and this is good for parents and kids too, is that when you don't have self integrity, what happens is that you have self betrayal, right? You betray right. yourself, then you feel worse. And then you go in shame and regret and grief and, you know, it just spirals down. Mm -hmm. And so having just that integrity with yourself and self leadership is so important right now. Yeah, I love that. And, and and to your point as well, you know, so Brendan Burchard, a lot of times he'll mention that, you know, common sense isn't always common practice, you know what I mean? And so it's like that we we know these things and sometimes we just don't do them. Um, but, you know, and I would encourage everybody just to like really think, like just try these things out too. Like, you know, a lot of times people hear exercise and like, oh, like I just, I can't do that. I don't have time. But like, like you said, walk a few blocks, just go like try and make it fun, do something, you know, interesting and just try things out. And then as you start to feel and see the benefits of it, then you're like, okay, yeah, actually like I want to do this. And, mm -hmm. and that's for me, like in the last year, like I've really gone from like, Hey, like I know I need to work out and like, I've been doing it pretty consistently, but it wasn't until recently that I finally was like, dude, I just have to do this all the time. It was actually when like, you know, COVID came that I was just like, I just, I feel so much better that I just have to do it every day. And it's just like, it's something I just want to do now. And, and then I, I just know I have so much more energy and, and, it, and like right. you said too, it really does allow you to, to help your kids more too, because you're just on such a higher level. And now you just have that energy that is just contagious. Right. So we all, we all give off that energy to each other. So love you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for those suggestions. Um, you know, so what are some of the biggest questions that you've been getting since COVID-19? Um, anxiety. Fear, yeah. uncertainty, um, parents and kids. Um, you know, my son was a recording artist. So, you know, he had some sort of fan base that we kind of inherited. And so now I'm called Mama Sketchy. You know, my, <laughs> his, his rap name was Hella Sketchy. And so I'll get, you know, inboxes from these kids from all over the world. I got one the other day from a kid in Romania. 
Oh, wow. And he said, um, I just feel so sad and I just feel like I'm going to die. He's 16, you know, and, and so just creating that safe place for him and asking the questions, Hey, you know, wh- why are you feeling that? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I haven't seen my father since January. He's in Italy because he has to provide for our family because we all can't work and we're, you know, quarantined and we need food and shelter. And he had to go far, far away just so he can get work so he can send money home. And, and I, I was so heartbroken, but it was so beautiful how vulnerable he was. And he says, you know, I'm just scared and I'm just sad and I just miss my dad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just bawling, you know, on the other yeah. side of the Instagram <laughs> page. And after ha- just giving him that space mm-hmm. to communicate his, his heart, yeah. he texted me back and he was like, you know what? I feel so much better. Thank you so much. It's like, I feel happy now, you know? And so what I want to share is that grief, unresolved grief is energy. And energy has, a pl- has to have a place to go. If it doesn't go out, guess what? It's going to go in. And how okay. it goes in, it manifests in anxiety, depression, ailments, stomach aches, headaches. You know, for kids, especially when they cannot articulate anxiety, it's usually like a, head, a headache or a stomach ache, right? Mm. And it's chronic and they don't know like why they have a stomach ache. They don't know why they have a headache. And it's just kind of keeping, um, you know, being aware of those signs. If you have kids that are kind of complaining about, oh, I just have a stomach ache, or I can't keep food down, I keep going to the bathroom, you know, it's usually, or it might be some kind of unresolved grief that they just haven't articulated. And so for parents, I just encourage you to ask questions and create a safe environment for your kids to just be honest with you. You know, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to give them some kind of you know, wisdom. Oh, it's going to be okay. Like, just ask them, Hey, how are you doing? Oh, you know, why are you feeling like that today? Like, did something happen that, you know, triggered that? Well, maybe trigger is not a a child word, but you know, did something happen that caused you to feel sad today? Like, you know, and just giving them that safe place to talk and remembering that grief is energy. So if it doesn't go out, it's going to go in. And when Mm -hmm. it goes in, it's going to manifest in very negative ways. And so, yeah, no, that's so good. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, and I know for me too, like, I just, I, I saw this quote recently that, you know, talked about like, I, I don't, I want to be the dad that like, when something wrong happens, my kids are like, Oh, I want to go talk to dad. Not I'm scared about what dad's going to think or, you know, yeah. whatever I mean. And so it's like, obviously sometimes that is like a relationship you got to build over time, but, um, it is really good though. And asking questions like you, like you mentioned, you know, with that, that story is that like you asked a couple questions and then all of a sudden they feel so much better, you know? And so that mm-hmm. definitely can be an important thing. And, and I also think, you know, transitions are something that, you know, Janet Lansbury, she talks about that, you know, it's like when you transition from like, you know, Christmas to going back to school, you know, and now we're like, you know, it's still kind of this, it's almost like it doesn't really feel like it's going into summer, but it's, you know, it is kind of, it's still kind of a transition of not it's doing as much schoolwork day. and things, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is, you know, these transitions can be challenging, but you know, it, it is important just to continue to realize that that's there, but then yeah, ask, ask your kids and that's, that's great advice. So thanks for sharing that. Um, so what are, what are some of the free resources that you have for our audience, you know, maybe to, to help them in some of these ways? Yeah. So, you know, I have been meditating on and off for like, the last 30 years. It's been, wow. you know, 
kind of part of my practice, but then I kind of fall out of it and it's there, but it's kind of like anything, you know, it's good for you, but unless it's a practice, it's hard to be consistent in it. Mm -hmm. And so probably a year and a half, two years ago, I started to develop a very consistent practice of this, what I call the GIVE principle. And so GIVE is an acronym. It stands for, G stands for grounding. So grounding is really just being in this present moment, not worrying about the past because you can't change that, not worrying about the future because you can't control that, but like what is right in front of you and focusing on that, that's grounding, intention, eyes for intention, and taking a mantra, an affirmation, a word, something that you can just marinate in your soul, right? You just say over and over and breathing and just saying that. Um, V stands for visualization. And visualization is such a powerful, um, underrated, um, you know, people just don't know how powerful it is. Because if they did, everybody would be doing it, you know. I mean, it's really (laughs) how you manifest and how you really work towards your goals and your dreams. And um, it's very, very powerful. And then E is for expressing gratitude. And gratitude, you know, science now has caught up with the Bible and says, you know what, actually gratitude, you know, rewires your brain and it actually elevates and heightens your, you know, your, your at the atmosphere and, you know, the energy in the room and helps your heart, you know, and helps you to be happier and especially express gratitude. So not just thinking grateful thoughts, but really expressing that gratitude, telling somebody, Hey, you know, you're awesome. I'm so grateful for you. Or thanks for taking the trash out or thanks for doing the, like really being making that a habit to express gratitude. And so all these things together, I do like 15 minutes a day and I just take time to sit and meditate and do all these principles together. And so if you go on my website, it'll be there soon, um, judythurson.com. I actually do a guided meditation with you because like I said, it's easy to kind of hear about it and it's like, oh, that sounds great, but it's, it's great to have a visual just to kind of have a guide of like, okay, well, mm-hmm. that's what that looks like. Okay, I can do that. You know, that's that's simple. I yeah. can do that. And it's like it's like working out. Once you start doing it and it becomes a habit, it's very addicting. And then you cannot not do it. Like you really <laughs> see yourself get, uh, you know, more anxious. That high blood pressure starts going. You know, your heart starts racing. Um, I know for me when I don't do it. And so yeah. when I do do it, I'm like so much more calm. So I have so much more peace and surrender. And I just feel so much more grounded and engaged and like it really intentional with life. So awesome. Yeah. That's so it'll cool. be, it'll be there soon. So you can download it and it's just a great resource. Cool. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for providing that. And that's definitely, you know, I encourage everyone to go check that out. I, I know for me, I think, you know, a lot of times meditation, like I remember when I first heard about it, it was like, sounds kind of weird. Like, what is that? Like, you know, you do the little like, <laughs> yeah, type of thing. what exactly is that? You know? And so it can maybe sound weird or crazy or just whatever, but I definitely, it, as I've tried it, it's like really uh, relaxing and really a way to come back to, you know, and really focus on the thing that you really want, you know, and that's, that's, right. that's one of the biggest things that sometimes in this life, we just get really distracted and we forget about the things that we really care about. And if you're focusing on, you know, all the negative things and, you know, especially with news and things that can be hard, Mm -hmm. then it's easy to just get stuck in that rut where it's like, oh, I just, this life is just so bad. But then when you think about those things and you're grateful and all the things you mentioned, like it really can make a huge difference. So definitely grateful for that. And so go check it out. 
Um, so I just have two more questions. So, you know, as you know, I recently released the Go Big and Go Home um, show on iTunes and YouTube. And, and I'm just really curious. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. So just excited to help people dream big and stick to their dreams and, but also at the same time, take care of their families. And so that's really my question for you is, you know, how have you been able to do that? You know, being a mom, how do you make sure that your family's super important? You're really successful there, but you're also successful in the other, you know, dreams that you have in your life. Yeah. Great question. Um, I've been very convicted about that recently. Um, there's a podcast that I follow, um, this guy, Noah Elias, he's uh-huh. amazing. And something that he said really stuck out to me. And he says, you know, if you if your spouse is not your number one client, then you're not successful. I don't care how many zeros you have in your bank account. If your spouse is not your number one client, you're not successful. Yeah, if so, if sure. you're, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not that my spouse is like uh, working for me or anything, but <laughs> meaning if we're just not happy, you know, if we're not unified, if we're not in a good place, then it doesn't matter how much success I have in my business. I'm not yeah. successful. And so that's kind of my, my gauge is like really making sure that our family is on the same page and that mm-hmm. we're really, you know, have peace in the home. Um, so that's number one. And number two is just to really see the, the moments and the opportunities that come your way, not to overthink it. I mean, case in point, nobody even knows this. This all has transpired in the last 48 hours. But I basically, there's a gym, fitness gym that I was working at. Um, they closed their doors because of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. landlords were raising their rent, yada, yada. Anyway, long story short, me and one of my coworkers ended up taking over this business. (laughs) It's like, who starts a business in the middle of a pandemic? Like me. But (laughs) it was a no brainer because this business had been there for 10 years. The the owner was very gracious in giving us all, I mean, everything. So we're just basically taking it over and it's just such an amazing opportunity and an experience and if I would have sat and and thought about it I would have been like Judy what are you doing this is crazy you're in the middle of finishing your book launch you you know you have kids you're you know you have all this going on like you don't you have no business opening a gym right now but we just jumped in with both feet and God opened up all the doors and here we are and you know so I think it's just looking at those opportunities and and looking with the lens of abundance and not looking with the lens of scarcity. And I really want to credit my husband because once I got the phone call that the gym was closing, I hung up and I was just like, oh, well, I'm, I don't have a job now. And uh, I better go apply for unemployment. Like, what am I going to do? And yeah. my husband, Eric's like, well, duh. Like, can you go and buy that business? Like, that's a full on business that you can just jump into. It's wide open. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So we did. And here we are 48 yeah, hours amazing. later. I have a, I have a gym. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing. I mean, it's so cool to see that too, because, you know, just like you mentioned, like your, your spouse is so important and that's kind of your key to success and, mm. and it then helps you in that way as well. Right. It's like your husband comes like, well, you should do that. And, you know, if you didn't have that connection, then, that's you know, right. it would have been just a lot different, right? Just been like, that's Oh, right. he doesn't really care about it, but cause you guys yeah. have that, that relationship. And so, and you know, and that's what the beauty of it too, is that, you know, I, I, to me, I, I totally agree with you that like you really can't be successful there if you're not at home because, you know, if you imagine, you know, helping so many people, it's great, but then you couldn't help your own family. It's like, it's just, you know, yeah. it's not 
really true success. And so anyways, but yeah, I just think that's, that's awesome. I love that, what you said. So, <laughs> so the last question is, you know, if our audience only did one thing based on our conversation here, what would you recommend that they do? Oh man, that's a great question. I think it's about really um, not being afraid to be honest. You know, like yeah. I shared earlier, um, grief is, is energy. And if we're not expressing it, it, it can manifest itself in many ways. And grief, you know, that people think grief right away is death or some kind of divorce or something kind of major. You know, mm -hmm. there's 44 different types of grief, 44. And wow. so there's things that we think about that we don't even know is grief. Mm -hmm. The definition of For grief sure. is the, the end of a familiar pattern or behavior. So think about that. The yeah. end of a familiar pattern or behavior. We're globally grieving right now. Life as we knew it three months ago is different. Yeah. And in certain parts of the world, it's really, really bad, you know? And so there's a lot of grief that's happening on a global scale. And so just staying honest, staying open, just if you can remember that, that grief is energy and you start to feel those feelings of fear, anxiety, uncertainty, maybe you're mad at someone Maybe someone, you know, just express it, let it go, let it go, let it go, have a safe place, you know, hopefully it's your spouse or your parent or your best friend, you know, have a connection of safe people that you can share with and it's non-judgmental, you know, just this open place that you can just be honest and real and just get it out without any judgment. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice because I think, I mean, that's how I live my life and that's how I keep you know, my piece is just always be as open as you can. Yeah, so. right. No, that's so good. I love that. And, you know, I will add one more thing that everyone needs to do. And, and you got to check out Judy's book. So it's going to be oh, coming okay. out, you know, <laughs> June 27th. So make sure you um, go to her website and get signed up so that you can, you know, go check that out because it's going to be super awesome. And, you know, and she, she was mentioning to me before too, that, you know, while it is about her journey, you know, with her son and that he passed away, um, but it's not really all about death either. And there's a lot of things that we can all gain from that. And I think what you pointed out about grief is, you know, is really powerful too. And I mean, even for me, it's like we, we recently, you know, rehomed our dog just because we have this new baby coming. And so it just didn't, it was just not the right fit right now. But like, I mean, I was crying like the day of and just like Aww. really kind of sad because, you know, I'm going to miss the dog. But, you know, I mean, it is, there's, there's grief in a lot of different, different yeah. ways. And so it's, it's like you said, it's important just to communicate and, you know, really find that safe person or, you know, that you can share it with. So yeah. Well, awesome. awesome. Well, Judy, thank you so much. And I'm sure everyone's, you know, doing a lot of cheering and everything as when they're watching this. So <laughs> appreciate your time and, and you sharing your story with us. So thank you. And I love that. I love what you're doing. And it's just so powerful and making such a great impact. And I'm just honored to be here and happy to know you. So good luck to everything that you're doing, Destin. And um, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Okay. I'll see ya. See you later. Hey, it's Dustin, and I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode, and I also hope that you're already subscribed. If not, what are you waiting for? Go subscribe, rate, and review. That'll make sure that you get this content as soon as it comes out, and also make sure to share with your friends and family so that they can go big and go home just like you.